friend of ours and dear friend of, of ours, all the way from Stockton, California. <laughs> Reverend Joe Mendoza. Thank you, Bishop Lopez. Praise the Lord, everybody. Our Lord, it is an honor and a privilege to be in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Be able to feel this Holy Ghost. Amen. Young boy received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Pastor asked him how he felt. He said, I feel like I have a tiger in my tank. I don't know if you feel like you have a tiger in your tank. But I got something inside of me, hallelujah, that I praise God about. Thank God you can wake up in the morning with it, hallelujah. And still shout about it, hallelujah. In the midst of tribulations, in the midst, amen, of all adversity. God has given us the victory. Hallelujah. If you be kind to stand, I want to give God praise, honor, and glory. Amen. This is a great honor to preach the word of the Lord. It is the greatest honor that can be given to a man. And I appreciate Bishop Lopez for inviting us. Amen. Giving honor to our leaders, members of the general board all the pastors, bishops, amen. If you have your Bibles, Luke chapter 10, verse 18 and 21. Every time I hear a preacher, I say to myself, I wish I could preach it like that. And then the next one comes up and I say, no, I wish I could preach like that one. <laughs> and I found out you can only preach how you preach. So I'm going to try to preach how I preach. Hallelujah. And in Luke chapter 10, beginning in verse 18, and he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In verse 21, in that hour Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. Rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice that your names are written. In the book of life. If you would notice with me. That there was a commission given to the disciples. And they fulfilled that commission. 
They went to the test and they came back rejoicing. But Jesus said this, don't let your highest form of rejoicing be in what you experience down here. But let your highest form of rejoicing be in what shall be in your eternal state. And with this portion of scripture, I want to preach upon this thought. Things that ought to make you feel like shouting. Hallelujah. The shout is the frosting upon our rejoicing. And I want to give God praise and glory. Somebody give the Lord a hand praise. In the name of Jesus right now, Lord. Let your word go forth. Lord, touch us, revive us, lift us up in the name of Jesus, and we'll give you all the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' precious name. God bless you. You may be seated. Prayer is a powerful, effectual gift sent from God. And the reason that prayer is so powerful is because of the quickening of the spirit and the administration of the Holy Ghost. For you to pray in the Holy Ghost under the influence and control of the spirit means that you are under the power and administration of God. Hallelujah. And through that, your spiritual members are in operation. And through that, God Almighty is able to minister on to your spirit. Hallelujah. And the things that are not are as though they are. On May 29th, 1966, in the back pew in the church of Wilmington, California, the Holy Ghost came upon me and drew me. And as I walked down that aisle with tears streaming down my cheeks, it brought me to an altar where I knelt and lifted my hands and surrendered my life to God. And God captivated me with his love. Yet God Almighty can take something that happened 37 years ago and quicken that in the power of his spirit and make it seem as though 
It just happened. He is a quickening spirit. He is the spirit of administration. And I'll tell you, the devil cannot kill what is alive and what is red hot. And thank God for the power of the Holy Ghost and the quickening spirit of God to bring those things that are not as though they are. Hallelujah. The word declares, while we look not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen, for the things that are seen are temporal, but the things that are not seen are eternal. Our lives should not be fixed on things that are temporal. For everything that you can see, everything you can touch, what is connected to this world will eventually fade away and lose its value. But that which is eternal and that which God has ordained in eternity cannot, will not, ever lose it cannot fade away and lose its value because it is eternal hallelujah young man came to the pastor and he said my life is all tore up I've lost everything and I don't know what to do. He said, I feel like giving up. And the pastor looked at him and said, since you can't do anything with your life, why don't you give it to God and let him do it? He gave his life to God. One day he was looking through the scriptures and he came upon the word that said, ye are the salt of the earth. And all of a sudden he was inspired to start a salt manufacturing company. And within a short time, God blessed him, prospered him, and he began to see the hand of God. His world started getting together again. And one day a storm came into that city. And it was so severe that it destroyed everything that he had. All the salt in his warehouse was destroyed. And the next day when the storm cleared up and the pastor heard about it, he went down to his warehouse to see how things were. 
And the young man was sitting on top of a heap of salt. He was throwing that salt up in the air and laughing. And the first thing that hit the pastor's mind was this guy lost his mind. He's lost. He said, are you all right? He said, pastor, everything's gone. My livelihood, all that I work for. He said, but that which is in me, that is of God, it cannot be taken from me. And the reason that I'm rejoicing and the reason that I'm praising God is because what is real cannot be taken from me. And that is worth shouting about that what you got, nobody can take it from you because it is of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is God's will to bring us to a place that we will totally trust and believe in him. And the reward for that is so great that it is an eternity of honor and of glory. But I find in the word of God that before God gives the promise, there is first the rejoicing of that promise that is to come. Pastors Cho of South Korea gives testimony in his writing of how the Spirit of God ministers through him and God ministering to him. He says whenever God is getting ready to deposit something in my soul, his word, I always feel a tremendous peace come upon me and a tranquility in my soul. And when I feel this, I know that the Spirit is getting ready to tell me something. Aren't you glad you got the Holy Ghost? Aren't you glad you got a God that's not dead inside of you? But a call that is alive and said, I will walk in them and I will talk to them and I will work out my goodwill and pleasure in them. He said he was in need of five million dollars. And at that time, that was an impossibility. But whenever the spirit would minister, God would lay the word on him.
And in that moment, all of a sudden, the rhema came, the quickening of the word, and it was deposited in his heart. And when he received the rhema of the promise, he started jumping and shouting and praising God because he had received the promise. His wife walked in, saw him shouting and praising the Lord, jumping up and down. And she said, what is wrong with you? He said, I just got $5 million. And man, she started jumping with him. And she started shouting with him. And in her rejoicing, she said, where is it? And he said, in here. In here. Hallelujah. God is a God that deposits his word in us. When she heard in here, she said, oh, you're crazy. And she walked away. But within a year, he had $5 million in his hand because what God has said, God will fulfill. And that's why he gave us the baptism of the Spirit so that God could work in us his good will and pleasure and that we might know without a shadow of doubt that what we got, it came from God. Hallelujah. I'll never forget Bishop Albuquerque, New Mexico. That is a memorial in my life. I was going through times of hardships, financial needs. I thought the heavens had become brass. And I felt like God wasn't listening. One day I was holding revivals there. And I went to pray. And as I walked in my prayer closet, without knowing what God was fixing to do, all of a sudden I felt the manifestation and demonstration of the Spirit come upon me. I was feeling so much of that glory that I was trembling in my body, feeling the presence and the glory of God. And at that moment, the rhema of God came and God ministered to me. God said, you've been asking me for bread. And in your heart, you have felt that I have given you a stone. He said, but from this day forward, I have opened the windows of heaven for you. And from this day forward, you will not be in need no more. At that moment, I received the rhema, the guaranteed and title deed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
God is not a God of the dead. God is a God of the living. And God deposits his word in us. Oh, hell could not stop me. I knew without a shadow of doubt that when I got the rhema, I got the guarantee, and it was mine. Not long after that thing started happening, I was in my library, and I was sitting, and all of a sudden I felt this impulse to get up and go to the library. And then I failed to pick out a book and when I reached for that book and they opened it up there was $600 in that book when's the last time you picked out a book out of your library and found $600 in there I was in a prayer meeting and as I was praying all of a sudden I felt money falling from heaven My Lord. And when I opened up my eyes all over, there was $600. (laughs) I know somebody put it there. But it came. Because God said it's going to come. And when you get the rhema inside of you, all hell cannot stop it because faith has been set forth by the Spirit of God Almighty. Hallelujah. I had a backsider come to me. And as he was going, he said, here, Pastor, I want to give you this. He gave me an envelope full of money. I thought it was, you know, some dollars or whatever. By the time I count, they were all $100 bills, $1,800. That backslider left me before he walked out of there. And it gets better. Somebody gave me a coin. To confirm the door that God had opened. And then God started ministering to me. To minister to others. And I have given coins to people that God has blessed. I don't have any today. (laughs) Hallelujah. I was preaching for Pastor Navarrete in Mesa, Arizona. In the Holy Ghost. And I tell you, the Holy Ghost was moving. And the Spirit told me, give it to him. Elder Hoyer was there. I'm talking about under the anointing of God. And when I gave that coin to Pastor Navarrete, he fell right on his face. And you could feel the confirmation of the Holy Ghost and what God was doing. I said, Pastor, God's going to bless you. He said, I held on to that. And then not long after that, I got a phone call and he said, the coin works. 
I said, what happened? He said, I had a man come inside of my office, a brother. He had just brought a building in Mesa, Arizona. 1.4 million, I believe it was. He said, that man, he said, I didn't know how I was going to pay for it. His congregation ain't all that big. And that man walked inside of his office. And he took that payment of $1.4 million and paid it off. We got the spirit of God that ministers in us. That's why prayer is powerful. Because through prayer, God is able to set forth his will. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Last week, I was ministering and I had the coin in my Bible and the Holy Ghost said, take it out. And I said, who to, Lord? And he said, to your son. I said, my son. I thought everything was all right. And then I ministered to him, man. He stood at the altar crying all night long as he. And then he gave testimony when he was preaching last Friday of how he was in desperate need of God and he was praying to God, God, I need an answer. And all of a sudden, amen, when the Lord ministered to him, the very next day I received, amen, from someone a thousand dollars and they said, give it to your son. By the end of that week, he had three thousand dollars in his saving because this is the rhema and the guarantee of God in prayer. God moves through our faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We ought to feel like shouting and praising the Lord because God is a great God. Hallelujah. But Jesus said, listen to me, boys. I'm going to teach you something. And I want you to learn something. And this is what I want you to learn. Everything that you can see, everything that you can touch, everything that you can experience that's connected to this world. He said, don't rejoice in that because everything you can see and everything you can touch is going to fade away. But I'll tell you where to put your trust and your rejoicing in. Rejoice in things that are eternal, that cannot be taken from you, that you can get up and shout with in the midst of it all. That's what you ought to rejoice in because everything else loses its value. Hallelujah. I told God 20 years ago, I said, Lord, if you teach me to pray, I promise you, I would dedicate my life to prayer every day. And I'm going to tell you something. God is a great God. He is a good God. Hallelujah. 
I'll tell you, I'd rather be in my prayer closet, amen, feeling the glory of God Almighty, amen, and being established in my soul rather than be running, amen, the aisles and jumping up and down because there's something about the very presence and glory of God. There's something about the administration of the Holy Ghost. Oh, somebody shout for victory because it's ours. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil tell you when you ought to shout. You can shout whenever you feel like shouting. You got things eternal in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can get up with it. I can go to bed with it. And it will be here tomorrow. Hallelujah. I thank God for the power of prayer. I thank God for the ministration of the Holy Ghost and how God works. I was in prayer. Let me tell you something. I know without a shadow of doubt, your stories cannot do mine. That's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to preach a message here that God laid upon my heart. I know some of you pastor bigger churches than me and drive better cars than me and have more money than me. That's not what I'm preaching about. What I'm preaching about is what God can do in you and through you personally and what God wants to do in your life. Hallelujah. That's what God wants you to rejoice in. Hallelujah. Because there's power in prayer. I was praying one day. My wife came knocking on the door and I knew something had happened. She said, I don't want to disturb you, but something happened to Sister Ramirez. Amen. There was a disorder in her blood. It got infected. And I was praying in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Man, I was feeling the unction of the Lord inside of me. And all of a sudden, I felt in the spirit. And let me tell you, it's not a one-man show. It's people praying together. It's people believing together. And God just chooses to do what he does any way he wants to do it. And all of a sudden, the spirit drew me away. And I felt like I was inside of a room. And as I was in that room, I could feel somebody on a bed. And all of a sudden, the spirit, I laid the word upon her. And all of a sudden, the quickening of the word came out of the word. And it said, oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? And I knew in that moment that God had stretched forth his hand. And in about five minutes after that, my wife knocked on the door. And she said, they said that sister and nurse is all right now. I'm going to tell you, there is power in prayer. 
there is power in the administration of the Spirit of God in us. Hallelujah. God can tell you what nobody else can tell you. God can do what nobody else can do. And when God does it, hearing will be no doubt about what God is going to do. I remember when the devil tried to take my boy from the kingdom. I remember, amen, they tried to make a gang leader out of him. And one day I was on my knees and I said, God, I need help here. I need help here, God. I did not dedicate this boy to be a gang leader. I dedicated him to be a preacher of the gospel. And I refuse, God, in the name of Jesus to take a back seat, God. This is the power you've given me. And I remember I was crying out to God and the Holy Ghost ministered to me. He said, you've been asking me for your son, but you haven't been believing me. He said, but I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to help you believe. And all of a sudden in the spirit, amen, I saw a vision. And I was in my office. And when I lifted up my head, I saw my boy Moses sitting in the chair with a white shirt on and suspenders and the glory of God upon him and a smile from ear to ear. And when I saw that and I received that, I walked out with the rhema of God's promise and I knew all hell could not stop me from getting what God had promised me. I said, devil, you're going to have your last laugh because from here, he's coming in. Rejoice in this, in what is eternal and cannot fade away. Within a short time, one Sunday night, my boy came in. He's a big guy. Took out his red, red handkerchief, laid it on the altar, and said, here I am. Went home, got rid of his oldies, and today he's an ordained minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. was rejoicing and one day I was writing on my desk and as I was writing the Holy Ghost said look up and when I looked up I saw my boy in the chair with a white shirt and suspenders on and the glory of God and a smile from ear to ear God said it and if God said it that's good enough God will fulfill it. God is a great God and greatly to be praised.
He said, I'll do it. I'll do it. And I'll do it through you. The administration of the Spirit. You got to step out by faith sometimes. When nothing's there, you got to step out in what God told you. And if God told you, it's going to come to pass no matter what anybody has to say about it. One time God told me we're going to have revival and I'm going to pour out of my spirit. And the first thing that hit my mind, amen, for those to get the Holy Ghost, I said, I'm going to invite Brother Edmund Dias, the late Brother Dias. He had just come from L.A., 65, received the Holy Ghost. And I said, Pastor Dias, I said, God told me to come and get you because he's going to pour out of his spirit. He said, Pastor, I'll be there. First night of service, man, we were jumping, shouting, praising the Lord, and nobody got the Holy Ghost. I said, that's all right. We got two days. Second day came. Same thing. Shouting, praising the Lord. Nobody got the Holy Ghost. And then the third day came. I said, God, this is it. This is it. And man, we were having service, and I was waiting. And then finally, amen, the service came to an end. And Brother Dias came to me and said, Pastor, I got to go. My wife is ill. I got to leave. I said, I understand. I said, God bless you, Brother Dias. Thank you for coming. Not one person received the Holy Ghost. And I said, church, we got one minute and we're gone. But I want you to listen to what I'm praying. I bowed down my head with all my heart. I said, God, you told me that you were going to pour out of your spirit. Preacher man's gone. Nobody here can do it but you. I said, God, I don't mind looking bad because I can never look bad. But for your name's sake, you got 10 seconds to do what you're going to do. <laughs> 10 seconds. And in five seconds, all of a sudden, a young lady about 14 lifted up her hands and started speaking in tongues. And when we heard her speaking in tongues, we started shouting and praising the Lord. Amen. But in about another 10 seconds, somebody over here stood up and started speaking in tongues. And before I knew it, it wasn't just one, not just two, but three, four, Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Oh, God Almighty, God is a good God. God said, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
volition. The Holy Ghost said, but rejoice not in this. Don't make this the highest shout in your life. Because everything you can see, everything you can touch, everything you can relate to down here, it's going to lose its value. It's going to fade away. But if you can shout about what's eternal and what cannot be taken away and what cannot be substituted and what will go into an eternity, shout about that. Oh, Lord God Almighty. Oh, you can shout about a brand new building. But before you know it, it's just going to be a building. But if you can shout about the joy of the Lord, it will never fade away. Oh, I feel Holy Ghost inside of me. I feel the glory of God inside of me. You know what I feel like shouting about? I feel like shouting about this fact that one of these days I ain't gonna be here no more. One of these days I shall be gone. You know what you ought to be shouting about? One day there ain't gonna be no more doctors. One day there ain't gonna be no more medicine. One day we shall be free. You ought to be shouting that there ain't gonna be no more trouble. No more pain, no more heartache. Man, if I if I can just get a thousand members, I'll be happy. I thank God. God chose Brother Varela to pastor a church, amen, close to a thousand. I'm just happy I can pastor anybody. But honey, that ain't what I'm shouting about. Because you can baptize 50, and in six months there's only five left. But if you can shout about what is eternal, and what cannot fade away and what you can get up in the morning with then you got a right to shout oh lord god almighty i know i gotta quit but i feel fire shut up in my bones Yeah, it all fades away 
it all loses its glory. But give me something, God, that I can get up in the morning with. Something I can be established with. Something that in the midst of trials I can shout. Now I'm going to quit. But I'll tell you what makes me feel like shouting. One of these days I'm going to see him face to face. And if that don't make you feel like shouting, I don't know what will shout unto the Lord. On the count of three, I want everybody just to shout. I want you to think about the goodness of God and all that he's done for you. I want you to think about how he's made a way out of no way for you. I want you to think about all the Lord's brought you through. I want you to think about all the Lord has done for you. One, two, three. What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? 